This week, we once again have a double Torah portion, and we read the Parshias of Bahar and Bichu Koisai, which are also the final two Parshias in the third Chumash of the Torah and Chumash Vayikra. And that's why this Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak, the Shabbos of strengthening, because whenever we finish a Chumash in the Torah, so at the end of the Torah portion, everyone in the shul calls out, Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazek, let us be strengthened with the completion of another part of the Torah. And indeed, it should be a Shabbos of strengthening for all of us. I want to focus on the second of those two parshias, which, as I said, is called Bichu Koisai. The Pasuk begins in that parsha, Im Bichu Koisai Teilechu If you will go in my chukim and, and guard my mitzvahs, then Hashem promises us the various brachas, the blessings that He promises in the, um, in the psukim that come after that. So the first word in the name of the parsha is bichu koisai. What does that mean if you go in my chukim? So typically, a chok represents those mitzvahs that we don't understand. We know in the Torah, the 613 mitzvahs, most of them have explanation, but some of them, no explanation was given. We do them because Hashem told us to. There might be Kabbalistic interpretations and explanations, but on, base, on a basic level, there's no explanation given, for example, uh, not to uh, wear clothing that have uh, a mixture of wool and linen. The Torah doesn't say why. That's Hashem's will. So typically when we talk about a chayk, we're talking about those mitzvahs that we don't understand. Yet, here in this parsha, when it says, Im if you'll go in my chukim, Rashi gives us a different interpretation from the Medr, from the early Midrashim, to what does it mean a chok here? And he says, um, that what Hashem is saying is if you will toil in my Torah study then you will get these blessings so again chayk here means differently than typically typically it means again those statutes those mitzvahs that we don't understand and here Rashi says the chayk means if you will toil in Torah study now why does it mean here differently than elsewhere why is it different and the answer is simple it's obvious because it's understood in context. After all, the next words are, It says, if you go in my chukim, and you will guard my mitzvahs. So it already talked about doing mitzvahs, all type of mitzvahs, including the chuk. So therefore here, b'chukaisei must be understood as not regular performance of mitzvahs, but something different. And again, that's why Rashi tells us that the opening of this week's parsha means, if you will toil in my Torah. And here we have a very unique and beautiful message. And that is, we always talk about keeping mitzvahs and studying the Torah. But here, it doesn't use the expression lilmoid Torah, to study Torah, but amelim, to toil in Torah. Because when it comes to Torah study, it's not only about learning it and understanding it and enjoying it and appreciating it, but we actually toil in Torah we devote and dedicate our time and our efforts and our energy and invest it in learning Torah. You know, next week is Shavuos. Um, we'll receive the Torah from Hashem at Harsinai, the greatest gift that Hashem gave His nation. And for the last almost 3,500 years, the Torah has been the center of Kal Yisrael, of the Jewish people. We're called, not by ourselves, but by others, the people of the book, the people who devoted themselves to that book. Because, as I said, we don't just study and learn. We devote ourselves. We dedicate ourselves. We toil in it. In Yiddish, there's an expression, Tzuhariven and learning. 
Harivan means to work hard, to toil in Hashem's Torah, in Hashem's gift. A beautiful story that I've shared many times, but one that I really appreciate. The Tzemach Tzedek, the third Rebbe of Lubavitch, was once traveling with a group of his disciples, of his Hasidim, and they were on the way back to Lubavitch, where the Tzemach Tzedek turned to them and he said, I want to pass through the little city or village of Dubrovna. And they said, sure. And they went to, uh, they went to Dubrovna. The Tzemach Tzedek said, I want to visit my Hasid here, Reb Nechemya. Reb Nechemya was one of the uh, illustrious Lubavitcher Hasidim of the time. And they came to his home and it was the middle of the night, but they saw that the light was on or the candle was burning and, and they, they knocked on the door. The Tzemach Tzedek says, I want to go in. They knock and they knock and there's no answer. But they notice he's sitting inside by the dining room table. They see through the window. Listen, the Rebbe said he wants to go in, so a few of the, the bigger Hasidim, the stronger Hasidim, removed the door from his hinges, and they all trooped into the house. The Tzemach Tzedek followed by his Hasidim, and they were standing around the table and watching. And Rebbe Nechemia was studying Torah, and he was totally oblivious to all of them standing around him. They stood there for some time, and the Tzemach Tzedek motioned to his Hasidim, let's go out. And they left. The Tzemach Tzedek said, I knew what we would find here, and that's why I brought you here. I wanted to show you how a Yid must learn Torah. It's not just about study, it's about total dedication, involvement, and devotion in this way, that when he's involved in it, nothing else exists, and he never knew that we were here. So that's the message of the first word of the Parsha, that we have to toil, work hard on our Torah study. But the question is, why? Or let's ask the question a little differently. Where did, where is that alluded to in the word? All it says is, go in my chukim. Why is going in my chukim alluding to toiling in Torah study? So very quickly, I want to give you a couple of ideas about that. The connection of a chuk and toil in Torah study. Number one, we said before, a chuk represents those mitzvahs that we don't understand. And the same is when it comes to Torah study. Regular basic learning is very, very logical. Of course we have to learn. If we won't learn, we won't know. Hashem gave us his Torah. He gave us his his, uh, instruction manual, his guide to life. Of course, if we receive such a gift, we have to learn. But to toil in it, to devote ourselves to it in that level, that might be illogical. Why do I have to learn so much? or so hard, or invest so much effort in Torah study, let me just learn it at leisure, when it's pleasurable for me, and what I appreciate. So the toil of Torah study is a chuk, is something that's above logic. It's an illogical devotion and dedication to something. And that's reason number one, why this toil in Torah is called a chuk, something that's above logic. Number two, the word chuk, which means the mitzvah we don't understand, also is connected with another Hebrew word, which is chakika, to engrave. We know there's two ways to inscribe something on a piece on, on, on a stone or on a piece of wood. One is to write it. We take ink or another form and we write it onto it. And then there's engraving, when you actually engrave something into the stone or into the wood or whatever material. Obviously, engraving is a much more difficult and involves much more effort than just writing. So engraving represents working hard on putting 
A onto B, putting words onto the stone or onto the board or onto the wood. So therefore, again, the word bichukosai, which means to engrave, represents not just doing it, but investing and expending real effort in doing it, like when one has to engrave. So that's reason number two, how the word bichukosai represents not just terror study, but dedication, effort, and toil in the terror study, just like it takes that level of dedication and effort to engrave something into a material. And finally, number three, perhaps the most powerful of all. When we engrave, we're actually changing the material upon which we're engraving. When we write, we're just adding some ink onto a piece of paper or onto a piece of wood, onto a board. When we engrave, we're changing the wood, we're changing the material, we're changing the stone. And the same is with us. All too often we ask ourselves, can Torah really change me? Can it really penetrate who I am? It doesn't perhaps talk to me. I don't really get it. It can't change me. And the answer that we're learning here is that the question is, am I writing or am I engraving? Am I just learning passively, enjoyably, or am I devoting and dedicating myself to the toil of terror study? When we toil, we're engraving. If we're engraving, we change ourselves because we are the paper, we are the board, we are the stone upon which or within which the words of Torah are meant to have a real effect and change. One of the most beautiful stories in a medrash about the great Rabbi Akiva, one of the greatest sages of the Jewish people, who lived about 1900 years ago, or 1800 years ago. And Rabbi Akiva, as we know, was born and grew up a total ignoramus, someone who knew nothing of Torah study, and not, nothing at all, until he was about 40 years old. And he had a wife, the great Rachel, and she pushed her husband, she said, you have to go learn, you have abilities to learn Torah, and to become what he ultimately became, perhaps the greatest sage of his time and one of the greatest sages of the Jewish people in history. But the Medrash tells us of Rabbi Akiva walking in the forest and thinking to himself, I'm 40 years old, I don't know all of these. Can Torah change me? Can I really, really get it? Can it penetrate me? And walking there, he sees a stone. And through the big stone, there's a hole bored right through the stone. And he was wondering to himself, who, with what power, made a hole right through a stone. And he saw water dripping from a stream. And the water dripped and dripped into one area of the stone over years, boring a hole through the stone. And Rabbi Akiva said to himself, my heart can't be harder than stone. Torah can't be weaker than water. The message that I'm getting here is that, that the water can bore a hole through the stone. Hashem's holy and beautiful Torah can make its way, can penetrate my heart and my mind, and can become mine. And he went on to become the great Rabbi Akiva. And that's the idea of Bechukosai. Bechukosai, the words of Torah, it's not about just learning passively and enjoying and appreciating. It's the effort expended. It's the toil, it's the dedication that makes sure that the Torah is not just written upon us, but Bechukosai, it's engraved within us, changing who we are with the holy, beautiful words of Hashem's Torah. Of course, as we approach this Yom Tov of Shavuos, the Yom Tov of the giving of Torah, let's take these words to heart and dedicate ourselves even more so to studying and learning and 
making sure that those words penetrate us and make us different, better, holier, more connected people. Have a wonderful Shabbos.